Can you dream of a world immune to cancer? Hello, everyone. My name is Nick, and I'm the host of the annual live stream for The Cure, where content creators and podcasters from around the world join me to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute and Immunotherapy Research, which is training the body's immune system to fight against all forms of cancer. Over the past seven years, thanks to the power of indie podcasters and the indie podcasting community and listeners just like you listening to this right now, we have raised over $90,000. And as I record this now, the eighth annual live stream for The Cure is barreling down upon us really, really quickly in just about two weeks. So join us, please, from May 29th through June 1st for 48 hours of amazing content from people all over the world and help us fight for a world immune to cancer. And I'll return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Thank you so, so much. And together... We can make a difference. guys welcome to verbal diorama my name's em hello again so this is sort of a bit of a last minute thing um i was always going to play a bit fast and loose with this podcast and new releases i wanted to focus more on older stuff but in the back of my mind i thought i might release an episode on something new if it felt worthy so this has actually become my second episode But the next one is the proper episode I've been getting ready um, and it'll be out shortly after this. But I wanted to get a quick episode out, it's not going to be a very long one, on my thoughts on Captain Marvel. And I want it to be spoiler free because the movie has literally just come out a couple of days ago and I saw it yesterday and yeah, I just wanted to get my thoughts out there. So I've been looking forward to this movie for ages. Uh, It's number 21 in the MCU. First time a woman leads her own solo movie. This has a lot on its shoulders. Um, In my opinion, it's a bit late um, and arguably we should have had it ages ago, but it's here and by and large, it's a truly wonderful experience. It's not perfect, although Goose is perfect. Sorry, I had to get in there. Um, I thought it was sort of overly expeditionary at the start, But once the setting moves to Earth and Carol lands in that blockbuster video, it really finds its feet and it becomes a really fun sort of 90s buddy cop movie. Um, I think Brie Larson is terrific, genuinely. Um, I never once worried about her being able to take on such a gravitas of a role. And I think any sort of lesser actress would struggle, especially with the partnership of the truly legendary Samuel L. Jackson. But together... They are dynamite. And the de-aging work on Sam Jackson is flawless. I mean flawless. I looked so hard to try and find a problem with his face. His face looks so great. And they've used this technology before in other movies on sort of small scenes here and there. And this is the first time they've used it for this long. And it's truly great. 
This is Samuel L. Jackson from 30 years ago, genuinely. I wanted to make a point that I was wrong about one thing going into this movie. And the thing I was wrong about was I thought it wasn't for me. And I want to make that clear because I took my niece to see this movie and she's eight years old and I genuinely believed it was more for her and that Carol would be a hero that she could look up to the way that kids of our generation looked up to Ellen Ripley or Princess Leia. Um, Because for us girls growing up in the 80s and 90s, there were only a few sort of really good uh, movie roles for women that were really worth actually looking up to. It's something that is getting better slowly in Hollywood, but it still needs a lot of work. Um, And... I genuinely believe that my niece will grow up and look at Carol Danvers as that role model for her. And I'm hoping that as the character moves through the MCU and hopefully hopefully gets a sequel, um, that that will continue. And hopefully there will be more role models that she can look up to as a kid nowadays. But I was wrong that I thought that it wasn't for me because this movie is for me. It's totally 100% for me. It's almost as if Kevin Feige looked at my life and said, Hey Em, here's a movie we've made just for you. We hope you like it. Love all the team at Marvel Studios. And that's not me being conceited or anything like that. I genuinely feel like that's the case. And I wanted to try and explain sort of why I felt like that. Um, usually when I see a movie, sort of any movie on Netflix or whatever, I post on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter straight away and I summarise my thoughts and how I felt about the movie and whether I liked it or not. And I saw Captain Marvel 24 hours ago and I couldn't do that because everything about Carol's stories, minus the creep hours and living in space bit, spoke to me. The parts about having to work so hard for a career that's male-dominated. And parts like about being told by men to smile more and about being belittled and told my emotions get in the way. And that the sad thing is, is that's not just my story. That's the story of so many women all over the world. And I guess that's why... So many men haven't understood why this movie is important and why they feel the need to bash it online and why they feel usurped, I guess, by its power. Because while Wonder Woman was a rousing success, and I think a lot of it, and I really do, I think it's a great movie, I've always felt that Diana knew she was special. But Carol is told time and time again she isn't ready. You know, she's held back by the Kree because she's powerful. They think the point of the movie is to bring down men. But honestly, you're doing all that on your own with your attitudes. The point of the movie isn't to bring down men. It's to raise up women with the help of everyone else. This isn't a movie about men versus women where the women win. It's sending a message of raise up your boys and your girls to believe in equality. Men have been heroes overwhelmingly in this universe and in DCs. It's only fair that a woman has her chance to shine. 
And in the future, hopefully we can have a fully diverse catalogue of heroes in these movies that both boys and girls can look up to. Captain Marvel takes great steps forward, in my opinion. And the soundtrack. Oh, wow. The soundtrack. The soundtrack of my youth in the 90s. No Dow, Elastica, Garbage, Nirvana. All the bands that I listened to on repeat in my bedroom. Never fully believing in myself because I was a girl. Um, all you have to do is chuck in some Alanis Morissette and that is literally the soundtrack of my life. And again, no spoilers, but the tribute to Stan Lee was such a lovely surprise and it made me feel genuinely emotional. My niece's honest opinion was she thought the start was boring, but when the action started sort of in the middle, she was genuinely excited. She loved that Carol could take care of herself and she understood that the pager was contacting Captain Marvel for Avengers Endgame. Um, I asked her who, if anyone, could stop Thanos and she replied, Captain Marvel, because she's the most powerful superhero. And I think that just kind of says it all, really. And to the guys taking the time to bash this movie online, I wish you'd smile more because you look so much more handsome when you smile. Thanks for taking the time to listen to my little mini baby number two episode. Um, as I mentioned, my actual number two episode, which is now my number three episode, is going to be coming out very shortly. I'm just in the process of finishing it off. So hopefully this will come out and then the next proper, proper one will come out. And um, yeah, uh, I hope you like this and I hope you like that. And obviously you can follow me um, at Verbal Diorama on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm also on Letterboxd at Verbal Diorama. Thanks for listening. And how do you know if your cat is a flurkin? Asking for a friend. Bye.